You are listening to the audio podcast of the weekly message preached at Central United Methodist Church in Arlington, Virginia. You're invited to worship with us in person on Saturdays at 4.30 p.m. or virtually through Zoom or Facebook on Sundays at 10.30 a.m. Visit us at www.cumcballston.org. There you can learn more about our congregation and how we worship God, serve others, and embrace all. Our reading today is from 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 12 through 18, from the Common English Bible. Brothers and sisters, we ask you to respect those who are working with you, leading you, and instructing you. Think of them highly with love because of their work. Live in peace with each other. Brothers and sisters, we urge you to warn those who are disorderly. Comfort the discouraged. Help the weak. Be patient with everyone. Make sure no one repays a wrong with a wrong, but always pursue the good for each other and everyone else. Rejoice always. Pray continually. Give thanks in every situation, because this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. The Word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. For reading our scripture this morning. In 2018, chaos ensued in the state of Hawaii. An emergency alert system had sent a mass text to everyone in the state saying, ballistic missile threat inbound to Hawaii. Seek immediate shelter. This is not a drill. I cannot imagine how I would react to that emergency alert. I know some of you have training that helps you know what to do in this situation. But for me, if I tried to imagine getting that type of a text, I don't know if I would immediately want to call a loved one to say goodbye, if I would immediately burst into tears, or if I would simply pray because I had no other option. This week, I heard an interview with an actor who was in Hawaii when this alert was sent to everyone, and he recalled his experience by saying, I was there. I was writing. My assistant, Linda, called me, and she was crying, and she said, we have 10 minutes left. I asked her, what do you mean? She said, the missiles are coming from North Korea. It felt completely real to us. The actor added that he tried to get off the island with his daughter, but was not able to do so. We had to say goodbye. So I sat on the lanai. I looked out at the ocean. And at that, part, at that point, I started going, all right, what can I do in this last moment of time? And I just decided to go through a list of gratitudes. I could not stop thinking of all the wonderful things that have happened to me and the blessings that I've had. It was lovely. And I got to a point of grace. All I was planning to do was close my eyes And be thankful because it's been a good ride. Now, I have no idea what this particular actor's personal faith may be. But in that very moment, he was living out the words of our scripture text that Lane just read to us. Rejoice always. Give thanks in every situation. Because this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. After learning that death might be imminent in the next 10 minutes... This man chose to give thanks. I don't know how the thousands of others on that island responded in that 40-minute window of time between that first text message saying this is not a drill and the second text message clarifying that it was a mistake. There may have been lots of others who turned to give thanks. 
There may have been others who simply curled up in fear and anxiety because giving thanks in every situation, that's a tall order. It's a tall order to try to think that we can move past fear and anxiety. But also, what about those situations where we're just angry? What about the times when illness strikes, when children are harmed or disaster overwhelms us? How do we give thanks in those situations? Moments that we know are not from the will of God, but seem to reflect nothing but evil. In her book, Help, Thanks, Wow!, Author Anne Lamott affirms that saying thanks is our first response when we recognize God at work. So in order to give thanks always, even in the midst of tragedy and disaster, we have to look and see where God is at work. We have to pause and notice. And that is what that actor was doing. His act of gratitude, of looking at the blessing in his life, was him looking for where God had been at work in his life. Why do we have to wait until we're in the midst of a crisis to do this? We don't. It can become a daily habit to reflect upon where God is at work in us. Now, I know some of you keep a gratitude journal You've heard me mention before, I use the prayer of St. Ignatius in a daily examine to notice where I saw God at work and felt God at work close to me and also noticed where I felt far from God. But there's another practice that John Wesley, that Anglican priest who started Methodism, a practice that he had every Saturday in his prayer life. Now, he was very disciplined and methodical, which is why they call Methodism, Methodism. And Wesley, every Saturday, would pray a specific prayer to look at that last week that he had lived, to see where God had been at work so that he could respond and say thank you. So this is the prayer that he would start with. God, great creator and sovereign Lord of heaven and earth, giver of life and protector of all creatures, mercifully accept this morning my sacrifice of praise and thanksgiving, which I desire to offer with all humility to your divine majesty. He would then begin to reflect upon the life that he'd lived that week. And then he had some specific questions that he would use for self-examination. The first of three questions he would ask, have I allotted some time for thanking God for the blessings of this past week? The second question, have I, in order to be more sensible of them, seriously and deliberately considered the several circumstances that attended them? And finally, have I considered each of them as an obligation to greater love? Wesley would pray this prayer cycle every Saturday. He had other prayers that he focused on the other six days of the week, but every Saturday he focused on gratitude and he asked himself, did I notice where God was? Was I thankful? And did I consider all of these blessings to be a reason to move toward greater love, love for God and love for humanity? 
This methodical way of praying was the way that made sense for John Wesley. It helped him to pay attention to God's gifts of grace. And when we pay attention to God's gifts of grace, gratitude is the natural response. We give thanks not because life is always good. We know that it is not. But we give thanks because God is always good. It reminds me of that call and response that we have said before. God is good. And all the time. Wesley would disavow an insurance company's claim that hurricane floods and other disasters are acts of God. Instead, he saw every form of evil as a violation of God's will. Not that every circumstance is good, but God is always good. This is one of the ways that Wesley is different from some of the other theologians. Some like John Calvin. He would, Calvin would argue that God has willed everything good and bad. God has already determined what has happened and we don't have the free will that Wesley believed that we did. You hear in popular culture often how, well, everything has a purpose and it happened for a reason and it was meant to be. God took this person uh, early because God needed another angel in heaven. All of that is not what we Methodists think. We have an opportunity to see God at work and to respond to God at work. We have the agency to work with God's will, and God never wills evil. God is never the author of war, disease, or the death of children. God does not will for evil to happen. But God is with us in the midst of the brokenness of this world, and that is what we celebrate with the incarnation of Christ. Christ came to be human in this world, to live and to breathe and to know what it is to live under oppression as, as someone who lived under Roman Empire rule. God was in Jesus Christ, and he knew the brokenness of this world. And he came so that we would always know the truth that is said in Romans. Nothing can separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus. We give thanks in every circumstance because God is with us. We don't have to give thanks for the circumstance, but we can give thanks when we see God at work. Wesley said, good is the will of the Lord. With the Apostle Paul and with John Wesley, we also can give thanks in every situation when we stop and notice God at work in it. But we don't have to give thanks for the situation. We give thanks simply because God is always with us and because God is good. And all the time, thanks be to God. Amen.